going on, everybody? Welcome to a new episode of Career Day, the podcast. I'm your host, Adam Zigner, a high school business teacher at Carlisle High School in central Pennsylvania. Today, I'm joined by Dennis Kerstetter. Dennis is currently the strength and conditioning coach at Shippensburg University. Dennis, thanks a lot for stopping by today to talk about your job at Shippensburg and the path that, that got you there. Um, anything I missed in that in that intro that you want everybody to know before we jump into this? Nope, you got pretty much covered. Awesome. So how about we start with kind of what exactly a strength and conditioning coach, what does that mean to you? Uh, that's a good question. Um, so, I mean, you have your, your low-hanging fruit of weightlifting, uh, running, all that type of stuff. Yes, that is important. Uh, that's a, that's a huge part of my day. Um, but, uh, really at the collegiate level and even the high school level too, um, you, uh, I, I, I'm here and I serve as a mentor, uh, for a lot of our student athletes, um, and just somebody to, to talk to, you know, um, we, we push them, we make sure they understand what they're, uh, uh, where they have to be better at those types of things, make sure they're prepared for their sport. Um, but also I want to make sure that they're prepared for life through what they get out of, out of athletics. So uh, we try to associate um, life to what we do in here as much as possible. And I think a lot of, a lot of really good strength coaches do that. And that's, I learned, I learned about that from my mentors. So that's something that I carry. And I, and I think is something that uh, a strength coach has a great deal of, of influencing because it's something that um, we have, we have a, a little bit of different of a relationship with some of the student athletes than they were with their actual sport coaches. So um, there's a little bit more vulnerability back and forth. And I think um, being a mentor is probably the number one thing that being a strength coach means to me and I get to kind of work on every single day. Awesome. So how long have you been involved in the field? Um, you know, any, anywhere before Shippensburg? Yeah, so uh, um, I started as an undergrad in, uh, I went to IUP. I was a uh, undergrad intern at St. Francis University uh, for a semester. Like that was just my normal, like I had to do that for my coursework. And then uh, went to a private sector place called National Speed and Strength, National Speed and Strength Academy uh, out in uh, Western PA. Then from there, I got a phone call to be offered a graduate assistantship at St. Francis where I just had intern. Uh, that was about a year after I left the internship. Uh, from there, I had a brief bout in at Villanova, um, uh, a little bit longer of a bout at Temple University. Uh, I actually left the industry for about 18 months. And then um, since then, I've been the head strength coach at King's College up in Wilkes-Barre and the, uh, um, the, uh, here at Shippensburg University. Awesome. So... How about a how about a typical day for you? What you know? What are you doing? You know, when you get to, to campus, all that. So um, I like to get in here super early in the morning. Um, I'm an early riser. I'm in at like 3:30 a.m. Uh, every single day. Um, that's usually my time. That's my me time. That's my time to get my workout in that type of stuff. Because at the end of the day, after coaching every single athlete on how to lift, the last thing I want to do is work out myself. So make sure I get that done out of the way uh, at the beginning of my day. Um, but Typically, most of our teams don't start till 6 a.m. Um, so we've, we have uh, 6 a.m. Um, lifts. Uh, in the winter or the spring, we'll have football running and stuff like that. They'll be a little bit earlier than 6 a.m. But uh, for the most part of the day, it's a lot of um, scheduled team lifts. So uh, we, we work ahead of time, uh, at least a semester ahead of time, trying to make a schedule. Um, and um, from that schedule, we try to make sure that most of our athletes can fit those schedules. 
based on their class schedules. And then we always have, I mean, I've never been anywhere that there isn't some outliers that have class during, uh, or some type of class conflict during their lift time. So uh, we run off the schedule as best we can. Um, and then we find open hours. Uh, I also run an internship program. So that's a, um, that's a big part of my day is making sure my interns are, are being educated on how we do things, why we do things, um, why I made certain decisions, why we didn't make certain decisions, why I changed things up on the fly that type of stuff. So um, majority of my day is coaching, but while I'm coaching, I'm also trying to make sure I keep my hand in my interns. Um, and then at some point in the day, there's usually uh, a lull and it's usually around like 11 to two, somewhere in that range there. That's my time to get my administrative stuff done. Uh, eat, eat lunch real quick, get, take a seat for a little bit and, uh, and get some work done. Um, and then get back to uh, coaching again because and that that 11 to 2 is usually when most classes are happening like most of the athletes are in classes so no teams really try to schedule in that block of time because they don't, they know that a lot of their athletes aren't going to be able to get in there but for the most part a typical day for me is just coaching athletes on how to lift and then talk about all the ex extra stuff like um, uh, nutrition and and making sure that they're handling their business elsewhere in terms of making sure they get the classes set up and that's something even though I don't really have much of a part in that I make sure that we have those conversations because at the end of the day it's all interconnected for them to graduate right awesome so was strength and conditioning training was that always the plan for you you know going into college or was there something else that maybe you were interested in no um <clears throat> I think uh, if I remember correctly, my first original plan was I wanted to be a physical therapist. Um, so it was similar. Um, but then uh, once I got into school, <clears throat> I uh, didn't really like that. Um, and I changed my major quite a few times. Um, and I went into education, uh, secondary education with a focus in biology. Um, and uh, didn't really like the education piece of it, like how, how that system is. And uh, um, and so I shifted back to just like a broad exercise science um, and wasn't really even introduced to strength and conditioning until I got to college, really, uh, with my own strength coach uh, at IEP and, um, and didn't really know as much of a field until I got to college. Um, and then from there, I've, I've kind of grown and progressed in it. But yeah, it was definitely not my first, uh, my first thought of what I wanted to be when I grew up. Absolutely. So, and something that I know a lot of my kids wonder um, when we talk to anybody in the career fields, um, typical, typical degree for somebody in your position. So um, in starting in 2025, you have, so at collegiate, at the collegiate level, you have to be certified by one or two different certifications. Um, those certifications, uh, one of those certifications, which is the uh, probably the biggest probability of certification is the um, CSCS uh, that certification is through the National Speed and Strength or National uh, Strength and Conditioning Association. Um, and uh, that one, starting in 2025, you'll need a relevant degree. Uh, by relevant, it means something that's exercise science, kinesiology, something in that realm. As of right now, you just need a bachelor's degree. Okay. Um, but um, I would say if you want to get in this field, you got to know the body uh, first and foremost, just in the most general way. And that's going to be your exercise science, your kinesiology degree, um, your biomechanics, like those types of coursework are, are going to be the things that you need to really focus on because that lays the foundation for all the decisions that we make. And we might not think the whole way back to the by the book definition of all these things or knowing exactly what muscle we're touching by its, by its actual name, but 
Um, but we understand it. We've, we've gone through it so that that way we can make the decisions that we make moving forward. Absolutely. So uh, just kind of jumping around here, um, what advice outside of degrees, outside of, you know, knowing the body, what advice would you give to kids who are kind of looking at a uh, career in strength and conditioning or, or training? Yeah. Um, one of the things that I would definitely say is, is get into it early. Um, so if it's something that you know you want to when you're out of college or when you're out of high school, if that's something you want to go down, um, look to intern as soon as you possibly can um, and intern at different spots. Uh, build your network as soon as possible. Um, so finding a place to enter. I know there are a ton of strength and conditioning coaches that have summer, have summer internships, have winter internships, those types of things. Look for opportunities for you to jump in and get uh, experience as soon as you can and get your foot in the door. Um, those are the type of, of things that you build your network. And when you build your network with but like, let's say you come to me, like you have access to my network because of your connection with me. So anybody who has a job that's looking for somebody who's young or whatever the case may be, then I'm going to be able to recommend you even if, uh, or because you worked with me two years ago when, whenever you were a, a sophomore in college versus being a, uh, a senior in college. So getting yourself exposed to the industry as quickly as possible. That's something that I missed out on. And I think um, that that I would, if I could go back and do it again, I would have started earlier in my in my career um, by just interning at different spots all over the place. Before we hop into some student questions, I have one more, um, you know, one that I've been asking a lot of people. Was there somebody specific, um, you know, who helped you out, inspired you, kind of gave you a push on, you know, the journey you've taken to get to where you're at now at Shippensburg? Yeah, uh, I don't know if there's any one person. Um, I think I, I would think back on all the coaches that I've had. Um, I am I, I'm not one to be a sport coach. Like I don't want to know. I don't want to care to know or want to know all the X's and O's of certain sports and that type of thing. But this is a way for me to still be in front of, of young 18 to 22 year olds that are that are in pivotal parts of their lives, that they're making decisions that are going to have lasting effects on their lives. So um, my coaches that I had growing up and even in college and ones that I've worked under and mentored, been mentored by have been the ones that continually push me, that continually help me like keep my edge and want to continue on in this profession and make it, make this profession better uh, than when I found it. So um, uh, because they, because they poured their heart and soul into, into me, into, 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 into my path. So I want to be able to kind of pay it forward and pour my, pour my heart into soul and into, into, whoever works for me, whoever works underneath me, whoever I work with as an athlete, uh, whatever university I work for, I want to be able to leave it better than what I found it. That's awesome. Um, a couple of questions my students had, you know, about your field specifically. Um, you already mentioned, you know, creating those off-season uh, schedules for, you know, for the teams that are going to be in-season or anybody in general. Um, how do you make sure that every sport gets, you know, the attention they need, even though publicly we don't always think of them as, as some of them as being equal. Um, could you elaborate just a little bit more? Like, you mean so, like, uh, so, you know, especially, you know, where, where both you and I come from, you know, in, in at the high school level, football is looked at, you know, at, on a much bigger scale than most other sports. So how do you, how do you make sure that, you know, the, the, the other sports that, you know, are not those premier, you know, People, the ones that have eyes on them all the time are getting, yeah. you know, attention from you and your staff. Yeah. Um, I would say I struggle with that, uh, to be quite frank. Um, I struggle with that just because 
um, certain teams ask for more. And if they ask for more, then I'll provide more. So I'm a, I kind of uh, run my life as a, as a give as you get type of thing. Um, so if they're going to want to have me three times a week, then I'm going to give them three times a week, uh, as long as it's not immediately impacting another team. Uh, but some teams, some teams don't necessarily, their coaches or their culture doesn't necessarily buy into the, into the weight room. So we make sure we give them what they, what they need to get. Um, but uh, I would say in terms of the teams that all ask for a, a fair amount of, of uh, FaceTime, for lack of a better word, um, the biggest thing that I do to try to show my uh, like equality across the board is um, every team follows a very specific training plan. Now, the, the actual plan will be – the actual nuts and bolts of the plan will be a little bit different, but everybody gets a yearly training plan, um, and every plan is catered to that sport. Um, and so, like, my field hockey team, they, um, they are getting specific needs that they need for conditioning levels um, to play their sport at a high level. And we don't really do much in the weight room in terms of sports-specific type of stuff, but – on the field when they're doing their running and their conditioning and stuff like that, that's where we get sports specific because that's where their energy systems are being utilized the most. So um, making sure every team gets uh, basically the same type of programming all year round, whether that be a two day version or a three day version or a four day version, that's up to the team and how much they want to commit to it in terms of like scheduling time in here. But um, every team will get, that running, that lifting, the the speed and agility type stuff, all that stuff, every team will get that. Um, and then the second thing that I do is I try to show my face at every single opportunity I can to any home games that we have. Um, I'm a big believer in, and they're not going to care about what you know until you show about show you them or show them you care about what they care about. So like if I go to their practice or their practices, their games, that's me showing that I care about what they're not here to lift weights. They're here to play their sport, you know what I mean, and get a good education while they do it. Um, but lifting weights is part of the process. So sometimes I have athletes like that are just like, I don't really want to get big and strong and all that type of stuff, but they believe in what I have for them because they know that I care about their performance in the field because I, I want to go there. I want to watch, I want to support those types of things. Um, so I try to be equitable in terms of what teams I go see and watch as, as best I can. That's great. Um, how about, how about difficulty? So what, what have you found to be the, the most difficult parts of your job? I would say the most difficult part is, um, is and I think this is a field-wide difficulty, um, excluding football and basketball strength and conditioning. Football and basketball strength and conditioning, kind of like in the grand scheme of things, they get their own strength and conditioning coach at the higher level, and so does basketball. But um, one of the bigger problems that I see uh, that happens here, and it's happened at almost every single place I've been at, is um, a, um, a lack of like, um, I want to, I don't want to say respect, but I can't think of any other word, uh, for like the time that we put into it. So I put in a program, I put in a lot of time to develop a program in season and make sure it's not going to make them too beat up or too sore, but give them exactly what they need in season, that type of stuff. And nothing frustrates me more than when a coach calls me or texts me the day of and says, Hey, we're not going to be down. Okay, so there goes my plan right out the window. You know what I mean? So um, I would say that's that's one of the more difficult things that um, that has gotten better since I've been here. Um, that the coaches know that like my plan is not to make them big and strong and all the, like put on all this crazy 
gains in season. Uh, in the off season, I don't really see many difficulties. Um, uh, in the off season, it's mostly um, like coaches are just hands off and they give me their teams and it's and it's work with them and make them bigger, faster, stronger, or make them more athletic, whatever. Uh, but in season, the difficulties start to pop up because at that point, the coaches kind of get kind of get tunnel vision onto like their games, their practices, and that type of thing, and they forget that there's other people that are affected by the decisions that they make. And that's not a knock on any of my coaches. It's it's a common thing. It's a common thing that happens. And it's while it's a while it's a frustrating thing, it's something that we navigate and we work through. And like I said, it's, it's only gotten better since I've been here. It's been something that uh, they understand that um, whatever plan I have in place for that day, it my goal my goal is for them to win too. Like my goal is not for them to lose their games. Um, so uh, whatever I'm going to give them that day or two days before a game, whatever. The- case may be is what I believe is going to be the best thing for them to go out there and get a win. So um, like I said, it's only gotten better, but it is still frustrating sometimes because sometimes when coaches get in season, like I said, they get tunnel vision and all they care about is like their sport and their games and their practice, which I understand because it's their, it's their team. It's, it's their time really um, for however many weeks they have a game, but yeah. Right. So I've been ending all of these so far with the same question. Um, what advice do you wish that someone had given to you, you know, as, as a high schooler about, you know, finding a career, you know, going down the path of college careers, all that. Um, I would say do more research. Um, I wish somebody would have told me to do my research on um, and, and been a little bit more prepared for, um, for college, not necessarily like the academic side of college um, or, or even the social part of college or anything like that, but, understanding like what type of school you're going to, right? Um, so when I first graduated, I went to a division three school and I played football and like, because I, all I wanted to do was play football, right? And, um, and when I went there, uh, I didn't care how much it costs or anything like that. And now looking back on it, when I look at my student loans that are, that are still just every single month seem to always be there. Um, it's, uh, it's like, man, if I wouldn't have went to a private D3 school, I would have had a different outcome right now. My loans might be paid off or whatever the case may be. But I wish I would have had a little bit more um, uh, guidance and and would have done a little bit more research on my part, like been a little bit more accountable in, in my decision because at the end of the day, it's still my decision. It was my decision to make. It was my decision to push forward with going to that school. And luckily or unluckily, however you want to look at it, I um, left that school and I went to a state school and that state school was obviously much cheaper intuition and all those things. I still got to play football, um, but um, I don't be so hyper-focused on playing a sport, right? If, if the opportunity is there and you can work with the, the, um, the admissions process and get, and get your grants and your scholarships and all that type, of, but make sure you do the research to know what grants and what scholarships are there for you if you're going to go to a school that has maybe a higher price tag um, to go to school, but just be, don't be afraid to dig into it yourself and don't just think that because it's being presented to you that it's the best possible offer out there. Awesome. Hey, thanks a lot, man. I want to say thanks again for taking the time to meet with me today. I know my kids yeah, are going no to appreciate it. So thanks again. Yeah, absolutely. Have a good one. Uh, can I, can I, uh, can I put my, uh, just say my email, my Instagram, yeah. or whatever, so absolutely. anybody wants to reach out. Uh, so my, uh, my Instagram is uh, a, uh, at coach underscore stet, S-T-E-T. Um, and my, uh, my email is D is in dog, J is in James, K E R S is in Sam, T is in Tim, E T 
TT as both as in Tim, ER at ship.edu. Uh, if you guys have any questions in regards to anything, please don't hesitate to reach out. Uh, give me a follow on Instagram, Twitter, whatever, and, and reach out, DM, whatever. I'll make sure I link all that stuff too. Um, I awesome. appreciate, again, I appreciate you taking the time today, Danny. Uh, have, have a good one, man. Hey, you as well. Thank you. Yep. Just want to say thank you again to Dennis for taking the time to talk to me today. And uh, thank you to everyone who's listened so far and giving me, giving me some feedback. I've got some pretty good, uh, pretty good, exciting guests lined up in the next couple of weeks. Um, you know, like, like uh, Coach Kerstetter mentioned there, all his social media will be linked uh, in these descriptions, as well as the link tree for all of my social media. Um, check us out. You know, if you have any feedback or any connections that you want to share, go ahead and let me know. Uh, have a great day, everybody.